The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Stu John. You'll have to stay toward the end to figure that one out. Uh, uh, everybody made it. Well, Jay makes a brief appearance. He's on assignment. He was on the road, but uh, we got him in there for a little bit. And uh, we all had a good time talking about uh, all the stuff. Patreon is, uh, is still going strong, of course. Uh, Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the Patreon link, and that's where... All of our secret fun happens. That's where we do the deep dives of Moon Knight and things like that. So uh, uh, join us there. It's very affordable. This podcast is still available to you for free because of our fine, fine sponsors. Uh, of course, I'm talking about uh, the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic book. Free Comic Book Day is May 7th, the first Saturday in May. It's going to be an amazing event at both stores. You don't want to miss a thing. Get in touch with them. Find out what they got going on. Uh, They've got a lot of great deals I'll be telling you about later in the program out there at the Nerd Store. And, uh, yeah, it's it's always a good time. Love Free Comic Book Day. Glad it's back. Glad it's back in full force. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, our merch is still available, geekshowpodcast.com. Go and click on the merch button there. And uh, yeah, it's all there. Good episode. I had a lot of fun doing this one. Uh, Stu John is the name of the episode. Please to enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, look at you all. Hooray! Everyone's Hi. looking good. How's Re- yep. Rebecca? How are you? Rebecca Frost, everybody. She's uh, been sick this week, I I've know. been sick this week. Guess what, you guys? It's What a what a backwards week. The pool guys came. My pool is functional, ready to roll. The, mm-hmm. we- uh, the weather. Not. Making it not so. And now Rebecca mm-hmm. Frost with the weather. Uh, it's cold enough I can't use my goddamn pool. It's all I've wanted for the last six months. Um, I'm so sorry, white person. I know. It's and rough. I hate to tell you, but so it's, it's going to be rainy next weekend, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> April showers, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, we could use them. Yeah. I wasn't going to be here because uh, mm-hmm. I was going to host an Easter party and be swimming. But then I've been sick all week, so... Uh, I said, no thanks. Uh, all my Rona tests are negative. Uh, I don't trust the at-home tests, though, so who knows? <laughs> You're being a responsible, empathetic human. Good for I you. I still went to work. <laughs> okay, I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Responsible. No, she, you called in sick on Monday. I know that. I did call in sick on Monday because I had a sore throat on Monday and because I, I had gone to Wendover over the weekend. and That'll so give I was everyone like, a sore throat. Oh, you've got the Rona. I don't have the so I had a sore throat and I attributed it to, it to um, all the indoor smoking because there was just a lot of indoor smoking and racists. There were oh, a yeah. lot of racists. <laughs> uh, and Andrew was like, "How do you know?" And I'm like, "Well, I heard one overt racist, and then I saw a lot of apparel, and I know I shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but I saw a lot of apparel that typically 
racist people wear. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to connect the dots. Yeah. And, I think it's safe to do that. But I hit mm-hmm. one with dice. I was rolling rolling on the crafts table and one bounced up and hit him. And Good. I was like, oh, if only you weren't wearing your sunglasses inside, you jag off. Oh. <laughs> Can't and see the they, dice coming at him. And were they the All Lives Matter sunglasses that <laughs> wrap around? They were bigger. They were like oh, level okay. two. Yeah. Oh, so they were like, I just got my flat eyes checked brim, at the eye doctor you know, kind of thing. Flat brim, big guys, well, 76 okay. Two stars, stages from sure. Grand Dragon. We the people on the back, you know, all that. Well, thank you for being here, even though... I'm not even supposed to be here today! All right. <laughs> uh, quad T, to tell Tony, everybody. Hi. Hey, hi. Uh, you know, something clever. <laughs> um... <laughs> Check me out on Twitter for more gems like that at Quad T Tony. I was more active this week. I just had a lot of a lot of things to say for some reason. Uh, Maybe you next were. week I will too. You're I don't know. chatty. You. you were chatty this week. Yeah. And I got uh, that other podcast I do, the Gadget Spot. It's it's hey. okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more than okay. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, thanks, Lee. It is. Yeah, uh, Lee George Cade. Everybody, he thinks I it's got, pretty good. I got. Th- I, Sorry, I, I had a chili. That is, of course, my bad, as per my, usual. Because uh, Rebecca gave me that chili. Woo! I got my tummy's hey. barking. Uh, three things. Um, casino dice, if thrown with the right uh, the right amount of force, can actually cut a person's forehead open. Wow. I know this firsthand. Uh, having force. Well, you deal craps for five years, you see some shit. Um, yeah. The other thing, it takes precisely... 11 80 pound bags of concrete to fill a seven foot by three and a half foot form that's 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 information you can take to the bank Quick, and the where's third... the more you know drop <laughs> and then the third thing i would like to congratulate my boss on requiring me to fill out a linkedin profile so that i could start getting job offers from other companies that want to pay me more ah. <laughs> uh, i have a lot of questions backfire yeah. backfire oh. right there those things happen. Maybe I should get one of those. A LinkedIn? <laughs> LinkedIn yeah. You don't have a LinkedIn, Carrie? LinkedIn, I don't. LinkedIn no. cracks me the fuck up because every single corporation's like, oh, well, you need to have LinkedIn. LinkedIn is only there for people to offer you jobs. It's not there 100%. for any other reason. There was a period of yep. time where my husband was only messaging me via LinkedIn's messenger. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong How with you? How romantic. Was he yeah, punishing I, you for some reason? I'm like, why can't you just use Hangouts like we have been? And he's yeah. like, because Google says it's going away. And I'm like, but it's still there, and it's there's not. a thousand other options. Yeah, I had I had a message on Wednesday that said, did you know that, you know, they're like, how much do you make in your job? And I said, well, this is the ballpark. And they're like, oh, well, on average, you should be making between six to $12,000 a year more. And it's like, okay. Well, I like so, that. Uh, Give me that. Uh, you should do that. <laughs> I'm having fun right now. Okay. Right now I'm playing a game called... Hey, this company offered me this much more money. What should I do? Um, because my yeah, company, my company can't get, give raises this year. I need to get me one of them LinkedIn's. Yeah, yeah get one. Get, one. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. get you a okay. kid to get you a kid to manage one for you. Yeah. Okay, mm. you'll get like a I refuse like a message from KSOP or something. At this point, <laughs> were you in the car yeah. with me, Shannon, when I? When I accidentally broke a lot of windows at KSOP with the wrist rock with the wrist rocket slingshot. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally, yeah. It was totally an accident. Look, oh no, it happened again. Look, oh no. No. Once more. Jeff, Jeff Weiss Jeff Weiss kept driving around the fourth south block and then Scott handed me one of those one inch tall, one inch wide build uh, steelies. And I just happened to have a wrist rocket. 
It's not my fault. I've already put it too, but it doesn't damage anything. I'm actually. <laughs> what are his... you talking about? <laughs> his nickname is Wrist Rocket. He's Shannon Barnes and everybody. Oh, no, Pill Cutter. Pill Cutter. Oh, lucky lady. Dang old man. Pill Cutter is his nickname. That's um, right. <laughs> had a fun week. You know, thanks to what's good to everybody who bought um, spinner Easter egg decorating kits for my kids. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. how did that go? Did they we love did them? That, we did it yesterday, and they they were just. First of all, the most quiet this, that room has ever been. <laughs> They're so I mean, focused on oh, decorating yeah. eggs. Yeah, and, you know, you could, all you could hear was the because they like the eggs spin, and like one of the little girls <laughs> looks up to me and she, she goes, "Mr. B, this is so satisfying," <laughs> and then it just goes back to it. So it's once again, in. thank yeah. you. Uh, big shout out to. Dr. Paul White. I don't know if he's here right now, but... Uh, if he's uh, not here, he will be. Uh, he bought a uh, hundred wooden eggs, so I didn't have to use real eggs. And they wow. Awesome. Um, so that Very was a cool, cool idea. Uh, <clears throat> now, I hear lots of stuff uh, come out of children's mouth. And uh, this one will forever be one of my most favorite things I've ever heard a kid say. So in the morning, we just kind of sit. And they eat their breakfast in the room. And we just chat. And they chat with each other. And this, God, this kid that I just love. The one that I sent the picture of him uh, dancing, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which one? Uh, he, he's like talking to his friend and he goes, uh, and then my sister, uh, she she went to a, a field trip uh, to the ocean. And I go, what? There's no ocean here? Oh, no, she went to the place where the ocean is. All right, cool, whatever. Where so he's just, you? yeah. No. Does so he really sound like Homestar Runner? He really does. Homestar One Oh. He's really strong. That email, is, by the way. I know. It's a website. <laughs> no, this this poor kid has all the speech impediments, and is we can't get him into speech because his mom won't sign papers. Anyway. So he's so he's the he's the guy that worked for Blackbeard on uh, oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he did, continues talking, and he goes, <laughs> and I thought that she was eating the sea foam. <laughs> And I told what? her, yeah. and I go, and he goes, I told her not to, I told her not to eat the sea foam because it's made out of whale sperm. And I was like, oh. I go, wait, what? Oh. I go, dude, what? And he goes, what is the sea foam? He goes, whale sperm. And I just couldn't contain myself. I just no. start laughing. Right. And couldn't stop for like 10 minutes. And then every time that whole day I looked at him, I just started laughing. And then when the principal comes in, I go, hey, hey, man, come here. Uh, tell uh, tell the principal what you uh, told me about uh, um, the ocean today. Oh, yeah. Don't eat, <laughs> don't eat the sea foam because it's made out of whale sperm. And her eyes get like giant. <laughs> yeah. And then she has to spin around and she's just dying. So God bless children. Oh, I remember the day I learned the term sperm whale. I remember yeah. that well. Well, in my head, and I just looked at him and I go, dude, you don't know how any of this works. Like in your head, and I didn't say, I was thinking, it's like, so this kid just thinks that whales are swimming around just shooting cum all the time. <laughs> There's so much cum in, in well cum in the ocean that it's making foam. You mean that's oh. not how it is? Okay. I thought that was well, I don't, he says, accurate. I asked him where he saw it and he says, it, I found it on a Google. All right. I found it onto Google. He and found I'm it like, onto Google. And then I was like, 
Well, what the fuck were you? Uh, <laughs> what were you? What were you googling, kid? Well, <laughs> uh, and Jay Whitaker is on assignment. He might join us later. He says he's threatening to anyway. In the, well, he's in, in his car in the green room right now. I don't know if we really want to bring that kind of chaos into the feed, Jay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but well, don't forget about our fearless host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Hi. Heard um, us along in the general direction we're supposed to go. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com for now. Unless I get me one of them LinkedIn's. Uh, let's see. Oh, the There's... big story. Oh. This is the big story. Oh. This is the one that everyone's talking about this oh. week. Oh, it's huge. Where oh. Seafoam comes from? Geek twi- Yes, even bigger than that. Geek Twitter. <laughs> it's Seafoam adjacent. Geek Twitter <laughs> is alight with this information. Let me just give you a, a visual hint. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw it's, a story about this. It's the casting. They've cast the Wonder Twins movie, everybody. Yes, it's actually happening. Oh, boy. DC has found their live-action Wonder Twins. Uh, they have uh, got KJ Appa and Isabel May. KJ Appa makes the most buck-wild choices, and you know what? I respect him for the hustle. He is uh, Archie on Riverdale. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. There, there he is. There, there he is. <laughs> Ugly. Who keeps his hair dyed red because he likes it. He's, really? He's, he's got uh-huh. a movie out where he's got his natural kind of sandy blonde hair color and a big scraggly beard and looks like mm. he put another 20 pounds of muscle on him. He looks pretty good. He could be, oh, a, yeah? he could be a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's Archie on Riverdale, and uh, she is, uh, let's see, she's from the there. Yellowstone prequel 1883. <laughs> That's her Whoa. right there. She purdy. Uh, she's Elsa a, Dutton. She's, she's, got tri- she's a part of a triplet. <laughs> I've got photographic <laughs> evidence. Right okay. there. They're all in the same dress, too. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. Good old Archie gets to be form of a bucket of water. I'm very excited about what he KJ Appa gets to keep doing what he's doing best, being a wet blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, you know, I have watched every season of Riverdale, and this last season was pretty wild because everything in Riverdale went to hell. Somebody even burned down the bus stop. And then oh, no. Archie was really mad because what are you going to do without a bus stop? Vigilante then, Archie, though. Vigilante Archie is exciting. When Archie killed a bear, that was pretty amazing. And no, then there, there was an episode where Veronica... wrestling. And he had to go to wrestling practice. And then Veronica put a hit out and actually killed her dad. Hiram Lodge is gone. Mm-hmm. Now, on, yeah. on Riverdale, have they ever done their superhero personas yet? Yes. They have. They have. So, so Archie was Pure Heart. I think that was his name. Uh, that was his nickname, like in the first season. Even oh, the, okay. they all yeah. have powers now. They all have magic powers now. Are you wow. shitting me? No. Nope. Wow. They just said, "Fuck is that it." Because they introduced <laughs> Sabrina. But this is a show. This is a show that literally jumped the shark at inception. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess you'd have to. Anyway, yep. so there and, you go. That was the big news. I love that show because you can watch it with the sound off and still really enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, the next uh, the next news story I'm taking with a grain of salt because it has not been confirmed by any of the news sources that I like, but um, the Blue Beetle movie. Now, last week we told you about Sharon Stone was in talks to join the film as the villain, uh, but apparently that's not happening anymore, and they're talking to Susan Sarandon now. To be Blue Beetle? To be uh, yep. Victoria Cord, the uh, antagonist. Oh, Interesting. That's- that's a made-up character, by the way. Yeah, it's that's not, just uh, made for the movie. Yep, it's not but Ted Cord's got, mom. 
Yeah, I was going to say, she's got the same last name as the original Blue Beetle. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Could be his mom or his wife or something. Uh, also, uh, it, uh, the this story, again, not confirmed by a source that I like, was slated to go direct to HBO Max, but now they're talking about putting it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, August 18th, Aww. 2023. Yeah, we mentioned that, I think, a while back. Yeah. yeah. They've seen so, the poor success of Morbius and Dumbledore only making like $6 million. So uh, they were like, hey, why not us? You know? <laughs> she she was in a movie called Fearless Vampire Hunters that I saw when I was about seven years old that I oh, thought was yeah. the coolest thing in the world. It was like a, a slapstick, actual slapstick, but horrific vampire movie. And yeah. She's mm-hmm. another one of those that, you know, you have to sep- separate the art from the artist. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, I just try, to, I try to do that with all of them. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's probably the new the new yeah. philosophy. Uh, the Batman. Uh, this is just to let you know that uh, if you haven't seen it in theaters yet, don't bother. It's on HBO Max <laughs> on Monday. I was going to go see it last weekend, and I was like, well, yep. okay. No. <laughs> HBO Max on Monday uh, is if when If you haven't watch. seen it yet, watch it. Oh, I've got it. Oh, it. I liked oh. it. it was I planned super to. Good. I like Harry. How many times have you tried to see it? Uh, three times. Jesus, that's so funny to me. Three times I tried <laughs> to see it, and the, and the theater or patrons got in my way at every corner. So, I have a feeling it's going to happen with Doctor Strange with me. <laughs> What's going to be wild is Monday when you turn this movie on and four kids just walk in and sit down in front of you <laughs> just or randomly in your just, TV room. You know, I will call the police. <laughs> I, uh, I when we went to see uh, the the best movie ever made last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody walked in with their five kids, and I was like, Fucking "Oh what? shit, we're this is ruined. This is ruined." Not a peep out of any oh, of them, really, because of all the bright it's, lights, because of all the flash. No, I I think they all just went catatonic about four minutes into the movie, and that was that. So <laughs> that's such a surprise. That rarely happens. Michelle yeah. Yeo has that. Effect. Turns out, turns out they're all actually like um, psychedelic kung fu movie aficionados. Every mm-hmm. single one of them. Okay. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, Matt, I, Carrie, I already got my tickets for Doctor Strange. I ain't, I ain't fucking around. I'm gonna go see. I I need to uh, figure that out. <laughs> uh, well, and yeah. I'm replicating my experience with the first one. Remember, I was like, took all those edibles and went, we saw that's, it in IMAX 3D. Apparently, that's the way to do it. Well, I'm excited well, I'm for you, it again. I'm excited for you because you're at that Screen X where it's even, all around what it, you. What? Yeah. I still I still had a better Doctor Strange experience than any of you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah. I went and saw it at the Disney Theater in Hall in Hollywood. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was a Why better experience. Got, this is the weirdest uh, uh. dick measuring contest of yeah. all time. Know, right? Well, <laughs> jokes on you. I don't have one. I'm still uh, hung dude, up on. I was in the movie when I saw it. <laughs> I'm still I'm hung Dr. up on the. Are they actually releasing it in 3D? In some theaters, yeah. Because I haven't seen a movie come out in 3D in like three years. Yeah, the only reason I know what's coming out in 3D is because I've seen the the poster specifically for 3D. But uh, Shannon, Screen X, I know for a fact I've talked about it on here a bunch. Um, You have your main screen right in front of you, and then there's projectors on each side, and they project so the screen extends on the sides too um, for certain scenes. Good luck, luck, Shannon. Good luck. We're going to lose him. We're going to lose him in the Phantom Zone is what we're going to do. The only difference is I won't be bringing my ex-girlfriend with me to this one. (laughs) I mean, there's there's still time. There's still time, dude. You're not replicating. I guess. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I got a whole weekend. (laughs) That's true. 
Uh, you let's want, you see. Want me to drive down to Lake Havasu and pick her up. <laughs> pick her up, yeah. At Lake Havasu. She runs the sunglass hut at Lake Havasu. Yeah, but on her off hours, she takes care of the chili shack. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. She's and, a little go-getter. Uh, now, uh, you know, hooking them young. Get them hooked young oh, on their. Damn. On this thing, um, you know, we got the Star Trek prodigy, you know, Magic to get the gathering cards. Yeah, to get the young, because you know they get older and they're they're not fans of the thing anymore. So right. to get them hooked young, I bring you, ladies and gentlemen, Star Wars Galactic Pals. That was uh, so cute. What Star Wars Galactic Pals? The next, the next, the next picture, the next picture will break you, but we'll stick on this for just for a now. second. These Look at eyes are so. This They're is so at uh, this is at StarWarsKids.com. It's twelve Dallas episodes, hut slug, and it's all little slug. baby versions of you know. Look there's that, a look at that tauntaun. There's a little baby <laughs> Wookie there. There's a little baby Jawa. <laughs> baby Greedo. Baby Greedo. Gungan's wearing a speedo. Is that a Muppet oh, that's a babies, tauntaun? Yeah. Jar Jar babies. Yeah. And uh, Max so, Rebo, a little Max yeah. Rebo. Little and Max I think Rebo. that's uh, I think that's a Matt port. Smith's Matt Smith's character from. Clone Wars. Porgs look normal. The show is led yeah, by... Is that a baby Gamorrean? It's a baby yeah, Gamorrean. Dog. And he makes little piggy squeals in the cartoon. Of course he does. Uh, it is uh, The story is led by M1RE, or Miri. That's the one in the middle there. A droid who's a also a member of the Galactic Society of Creature Enthusiasts. Focuses on her journey aboard the Youngling Care Space Station, where they look after... Uh, you know, tiny huts and gungans and porgs and jawas <laughs> and more. So, Hit the next picture, Lee. Okay, here's here's the breakening because I've already spent half of my next paycheck on this. You ready? All right, go. There they are. No, 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 Boys. No! See, I got to get that jawa. I got to get that jawa. Oh, Harry no! just cradles that jawa everywhere he goes. And there's look, a little baby Greedo for Lee. Why do they have plastic look, look heads? At, look at the underbite on that Wookiee. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Yeah. They have plastic heads so that when the little kid hits their brother with it, it really hurts. And <laughs> yeah, that's why. And they Car- know that yeah. they've been hit. Carrie, yeah. that, no. that Wookiee looks like Artie. It does. Oh, I, I will, it looks like my dog Artie. I will oh. buy all four just so I can stage the scene where three of them roast an Ewok on a spit. Did you find this uh, at StarWarsKids.com? Or? I found it on Google.com. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Are there I just want to know where I go to buy this crap. So. No, I, I imagine the Disney store will probably have them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in just regular stores. But that... That Rodian is just like the cutest damn thing I've ever seen. Look at those eyes. He is goddamn adorable. Yeah. Yeah, look oh, at those eyes. Just... He definitely would oh, shoot Oh, they first. come with little carrying yeah. sling bags. They have little sling bags. You can oh, carry it around no. like a purse. Yeah, we're no, they're, they're adorable. Ah, we're doomed. Ah, anyway, like, my wife has bought just about every soft Grogu there is, so <laughs> this is going to break the bank. No more retirement yeah, got... money for us. I got the yeah. Grogu from Costco, and Xander fucking hates it. <laughs> he looks at it. He was looking at it, and he was staring. And then I watched him process. Hey, I don't like that. Did, did you get the the Grogu Squishimal? The giant Squishimal? Squishmallow? No, it's the Grogu. The, the reason my oh. husband got it was because it came with a necklace that I could wear, too. Oh, that, yeah, I got that. 
Uh, I got Carl. the Grogu squish Squishamello from Costco. It's like the size of a couch cushion. It's huge. Uh, uh, <laughs> Carl, Carl in the chat room says the Jawas' eyes better light up or we're wasting our time. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. if your Jawas' lies, eyes don't light up, I can help you with that. Yes. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just, we just stick some LEDs in there. First, right. first we have to just rip out his heart and then, oh! yeah, anyway. Drill a hole in the back uh, of his head. Hey, just a quick update on my Doctor Strange screening. Still yes. only... Still only four tickets sold at this time. Wow. Me, Jen, Jen's brother, and his girlfriend. Oh, All right. I mean, that doesn't bode well for the movie, but no, well, that's good for you. I, but <laughs> don't I'm tell saying... anyone where it is or when. Hey, right. maybe I'll join you. I'll get t- I'm going to get tickets. That's I'm what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Geek show people. Friday night at midnight, though? Come no, on, 830. Man. 8.30. That's midnight for me. I'm 52 years old. Yeah. I'm going to get tickets. I'm going to join you. I'm going to join right. me and my husband. After these, After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. What's going on in April at the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's? The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Remember, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic book. Let's see what's going on in April. It's time for the Nerd Store's moving sale. Now, throughout the month of April, drop into their special pop-up store in the Valley Fair Mall and progressively save on thousands of items. The weekend of April 9th, you'll save 20%. The weekend of April 16th, you'll save 30%. April 30th through May 1st, you'll save 50%. And on Free Comic Book Day, May 7th, you'll save 80%. That's only in the pop-up store at the Valley Fair Mall. And don't forget, Free Comic Book Day is on May 7th, the first Saturday in May. It's going to be an amazing event at both stores. You don't want to miss a thing. So remember, the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Remember, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic. All right, let's play this thing. Hello there! I'm Miri, a member of the Galactic Society of Creature Enthusiasts. I study the behaviors of younglings from all across the galaxy. My friend Ari asked me to show you how you can take care of your galactic pals too. Playtime always gets younglings out of a bad mood. No! No biting! First breathe in, then out. He should feel nice and welcome. Huh? Gunkins learn to swim before they learn to walk. As you can see, bedtime routines are very important. Woohoo! Well done, little ones. Now off you go! Oh. Well, there we go. Here it is. Here it is. The thing that will break you. That will break you. <laughs> All right. Like Looks like them. Muppet Babies, but for Star Wars. I yeah, for Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, you guys, I just uh, saw that on Mercari, uh, you could get all four of the toys in a set. <clears throat> oh, Mercari! Mercari's a uh, uh, like a secondhand a website, a reseller. Yeah. Well, two hundred bucks for all four. For all four. Twenty-five bucks. So, piece. so you'll be spending it. That's that's fifty dollars. That's fifty a piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, you're yeah. Paying, you don't want to do. You're paying you a twenty-dollar markup on each one. That's, 
That sounds hey, like a bad deal. Not, yeah. not on the weekend. I shut it all off. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just I'll just drive to Target. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, sorry. I thought it was a deal. Then no, it's that's right. not a deal at all. Uh, we got, let's. We got Jay. Jay is when, uh, he? Well, he he's with he's us here now. And, out. <laughs> and he may be gone. I, he's gone already. <laughs> through, through the wonders of modern technology. He's got that high desert of Nevada cell phone reception going on right now, I think. Yeah, so uh, he's going to try to join us. Anyway, um, go ahead and hit that uh, next thing there, Lee. It's uh, Netflix's Samurai Rabbit. Now, you may recognize this. Is this uh, the Stan Sakai thing? Stan Sakai's Usagi Yojimbo. Oh, that, is oh. One of, wow. that was one of Jeff's. He loved favorite it. comics yeah. ever. He yeah. loved it, and uh, so they've taken it and they've made it into a cartoon uh, for kids. It's going to be on Netflix April twenty eighth, and I don't know if it. I never read any of the Usagi comics, oh, uh, Shannon. Were they were they serious or were they funny? Yes, they were serious. Okay, well, this is funny. I saw the yeah. trailer for this, and well, I mean, so, there was there were light moments in it, but it was pretty much a straight ahead. Samurai story with a rabbit. Yeah, that's what that's that's what I recall Jeff telling me about it's it. Such was... a great story too, because like Stan Sakai really lived in obscurity for so long, and then Eastman and Laird, when they were looking for properties for the TNMT action yeah. figures, they suggested that Usagi Yojimbo be made into action figures, and Stan Sakai was like, "Yo, damn straight, you don't have to ask me twice." So yeah. Usagi ended up having quite a few figures in the Turtles line, and I I had one, yeah, yeah. Wait, he great. had he was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover? The, they they licensed the character for TNMT action figures and even showed up in the cartoon. So huh. it's like yeah. because of that fame as indie comics guys, they're like, well, hey, let's let's spread the wealth. and Cool. So they're uh, rather than um, doing a straight adaptation of uh, Miyamoto Usagi, uh, they expanded the mythology of the series by focusing on one of his descendants. Uh, so now they've finally given us the, the look at the series. There's a trailer out there if you want to find it. Um, so I'm guessing that it's, uh, you know, like his grandkid or something like that, Usagi's grandkid. But it's Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles, and you can watch it on your Netflix on the 28th. Oh, yeah, the, week or so. And the comic, again, was Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. Yes. For so anybody look, looking for it. Uh, look for Sailor that. Moon? You guys. Hmm. Uh, people are selling those uh, Galactic Pals on eBay. Of course they six, are. 69 bucks a piece. Nice. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till their clearance at Target. <laughs> Never. They're going to sell out. All right. There we go. There's uh, hey. Nick Cage is out promoting his new movie, which opens this coming weekend. Is he oh. actually promoting it now? He is. Yeah, yeah. He did an AMA on Reddit, and it was very, extremely sincere. The, it's a, called a, month ago, a month ago, he was saying he wouldn't promote it, and he hated it. <laughs> what? I think people saw it and loved it, and he went, "Oh, okay." Well, if yeah, because like he was fun. he was saying he was saying something along the lines of, "Oh, if you're going to make a movie about me and have me starring as me, don't make a version of me that isn't me." What? Where is that? <laughs> I don't. It's it's from a couple months back, like the anyway. first time I saw the trailer for it. Well, he's out promoting it, and uh, it's called the the oh, unbearable God, weight of massive talent. Thank you, yeah. unbearable weight of massive ta massive talent. Now, while he was being interviewed, of course, somebody asked him about his performance as Big Daddy in Kick-Ass, because people are nerds. Uh, also, if you saw Kick-Ass and you saw Nick Cage in it, you saw he was doing essentially an Adam West impression. Mm -hmm. 
You know, <laughs> and it was hilarious. Go back and watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, and they asked him, he said, uh, did you draw from, from Adam West? Uh, you know, did, did he ever see it? You know, tell us more about it. Here's what Nick Cage said. I would give my entire performance of that to all to Adam West. I grew up watching him in the 60s Batman show, and he is where it begins and where it ends as Big Daddy. I met Adam West once, and I said, did you see that I was channeling you? And he said, I saw you try to channel me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love Adam West. Oh, I just had to I share that Nick with I love Nick Cage. Him. I think he's very sincere. He... He was talking about how he's never phoned in a, a performance. He's always given his like he's done he's done a lot of terrible movies, but he's always given his all to it. And I just really respect that. We were uh, down in Southern California uh, and uh, visiting my nieces, and we went to a sushi place. And Nick Cage and his uh, his current wife were there, and he was so good with my nieces. He was just Aww. you know because I kept saying no, don't go over and bother him. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so he was so adorable with the, with the nieces. Got a picture. He looked kind of frail. Anyway, he's, um, he's the most down to earth Coppola. <laughs> he, he probably is. <laughs> yes. yes. No, really, seriously is like Makes like sense. he's he changed his name and everything so that no one so we wouldn't have to grow up in the shadow of that. I, I well, I mean, I I swear the only weird thing I've really heard about him is he's just he was really bad with his money for a while. Still really bad with his okay, money. Okay, well yeah. there you go. He, uh, yeah. my husband's uncle was driving for Park City for a while and drove Nick Cage, and he he says, yeah, it's, he's like exactly what you would expect. But he was like, he he just he, like he dresses weird. But you know what? I respect it because after yeah. the pandemic, what is style anymore? Yeah. You know what Who I mean? Who cares? You know. All right. Uh, let's see. Now, has anyone on Netflix watched that movie, The Adam Project, with Ryan Reynolds, the one where he go back in time and he meets his not. meets himself no. as a kid? Well, I like it. Okay, so that kid was pretty good. His name's yeah. Walter Scobell. His, his this child's name is Walter. Walter, yes. <laughs> Hello, Walter. Oh, Walker, Walker. Excuse me, Walker. Walker. Ah, oh, boo. I'm Hello, sorry. Walker. Walter would have been better. Yeah, Walk, Walker Scobell. <laughs> and he has just been cast as Percy Jackson in the new Percy Jackson and the Olympians show coming to Disney Plus. You know what? That's good because those books, when they made the movies, Lo like Logan Lerman, whatever. I love him. I think he's great, but he was too old. They made the characters too old, but the yep. like they're kids in the books. So this right. is like, mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the stories are way, way too involved to be like just a movie. A movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've read yeah. I think probably six or seven of those books. I think they're pretty dang cool, actually. And if Disney does this right, they could have something really neat on this their is, hands. Well, it's a complete reset of the whole Percy Jackson situation. Restarts yeah. his story at the beginning. 12-year-old boy realizes he's the son of a god and has special powers. Uh, he is then accused by his uncle Zeus of stealing his lightning bolt and has to go on an epic journey to find it and restore peace to Olympus. The story of the first novel in the series, but that will be the show. That have you seen Have you seen pictures of Logan Lerman recently? Make him Daddy Poseidon, please. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, good looking. Yeah, fella. I'll find you. I'll find you a picture. Don't you All worry. Right. I remember. I remember when I realized my dad was a god. <laughs> 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 the god of bigots. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I am the god of bigotry. In, I am in... the god of bigots and Canadian whiskey. <laughs> he they liked go the hand blends, in hand. Did he? Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's get on to this uh, 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 a pleasant picture of uh, of our very own Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Yeah, what's up? Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this news. I'm so excited for this oh, news. I, I, scoured, I scoured the internet for you for two things in this picture. I immediately thought of you when I saw this news. Rebecca, you like, should oh, have. this is Rebecca's jam, right? <laughs> what here. made you what made you land on this picture, Lee? I'm I wanted to make sure it had Brie Larson and the uh-huh. subject of the movie she's going to be in. A car. A car. <laughs> you couldn't just find the one that Vin Diesel posted? She, <laughs> no. She, she I don't is, follow uh, Vin Diesel, he's an asshole. <laughs> she's going to be joining the Fast and Furious franchise for one movie, Fast and Furious Ten. Uh, Brie Larson. Uh, Wasn't so, Judy Dench in the last one, or are they like? Uh, that was Helen Mirren. She plays Jason Statham's mom. Same yeah. lady, dude. Dude, I saw uh, Helen Mirren uh, on TikTok. This she she drives like like a fucking crazy person. She's got Helen like a, Mirren is badass. Yeah, she like takes this kid on a ride in her in her like sports car, and the kid, <laughs> you know, he's like he's in his twenties, but he's like ah. Ah, thinks he's gonna die the whole fucking time. It's something else. Uh, back so in February, the, uh, huh? what are the enraged neckbeards that hate Brie Larson gonna do with her in a yeah. Fast and the Furious movie? Those yeah. same people, I will tell you now, those same people don't even watch Fast and the yeah, Furious movies. They don't. They don't care mm. about this because if you if you love and enjoy Fast and the Furious movies, you're you don't have a hateful bone in your body, honestly. Hmm. Really? Because it's well, about Diesel. But... But you definitely don't take your movies seriously enough if you enjoy I, Fast and Furious to be a neckbeard. Ass- I just assumed the Fast and the Furious Venn diagram had a lot of NASCAR in it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it might have originally, but I don't think so anymore. I, I'm not familiar enough with the Fast and Furious fan base to, to be able to weigh in on this one. We just uh, like Vroom Vrooms of Pew Pews. Yeah. Uh, Brie Larson in February said that she was a fan of the franchise and said, I'd love to be in them someday. I'm obsessed. I love them. Uh, so she's getting, it's a dream come true for Brie Larson and Rebecca Frost. So. Yes, yes. I wonder if Vin Diesel's going to send her condescending acting tips like he did to <laughs> The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and, and that's when she needs to remind him, I have an Oscar, asshole. All right, Where's yeah. your Oscar, Vin? <laughs> You know what? If, if I would have been The Rock, I would have gone, fuck you, Groot. Yep. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, Ryan Coogler, who uh, worked, of course, on uh, uh, Black Panther, uh, he's going to be uh, helping to produce the uh, Ironheart series for Disney+. Plus. Yay! Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's going to be... I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be good. Me too. Dominic, Dominic Thorne is Ironheart. She's Riri Williams. And if you haven't read the comic books, pick them up and then pass them on to your nieces. You know what I'm saying? Your daughters. Great stories. Very, very good stuff. Uh, And uh, he's going to be producing the series. So that's good news. And we also got some other good news about uh, Disney Plus series. Star Wars Ahsoka has just added Peter Ramsey to uh, direct at least the first episode. He uh, he is a director for uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so he's he's going to direct at least one episode, and they start shooting. Well, it looks like they've started shooting now, according to this. Yay! So uh, we'll get to see that with my girlfriend, Rosario Dawson. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, okay. Here's some corporate synergy for you. You ready? Oh, that's my. Ah! This Giant. is in the pa- this is in the pages of Variety. 
Oh my Already god! Already got a cast. Christopher Lloyd, Rachel Lee Cook, Donovan Colan, Dylan Frankel, I'm... Jaden Smith, and Marissa Reyes will star in, hit it, Lee, Spirit Halloween the movie. Uh, <laughs> I regret my statement about liking Synergy. What? <laughs> I I it it's just, it's just, oh, wait, wait. It's just a two-hour-long ad, which I do not need. Are, are, are they building this movie on the inside of a, a another abandoned movie? Well, here's, yeah. the, here's, here's the plot. The story follows three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick-or-treating oh, no, as no. they dare to spend Halloween locked inside a new spirit Halloween store that's appeared in a deserted right. strip mall. Predictably, the kids the soon find out that Amazon. the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit who has possessed the store's creepy animatronic characters. It's and the that, ghost of a Kmart. That's five, that's five Nights at Freddy's, basically. It's, basically. The, <laughs> it's the spirit of Halloween. It's the spirit of late-stage capitalism. This used to be a Borders bookstore. And the ghost of Michael and Joanne. Good one. Good one, Jay. Thank you. What? What? What did this store used to be? A Toys R Us. What's this? A VHS. What was a Blockbuster? By the way, I hope I I remember when this was a Joann's. By the way, behold, this was the bare bones. The bare bones of a shopco come inside. You know, and I found I found pictures of a spirit Halloween store on every single one of the businesses you just mentioned. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One yep. of my favorite. One of my favorite websites. I don't know if it exists anymore, but it it's uh, used to be a Pizza Hut, and it's bu- it's buildings that obviously used to be a Pizza Hut. They have a very uh, distinct roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how many um, how many restaurants have taken over old skippers here. And <laughs> they're like, yes. well, at least they got rid of the giant anchor, right? Uh, see, I would have left it anyway. I would have too um, for for my uh, <laughs> for my burrito <laughs> joint. I would have left that anchor there. Uh, okay, so this weekend, uh, the Fantastic Beasts: Secrets of Dumbledore is out, is and it? you'll more like Dumble Snore, right? And uh, yeah, Ew. he. Uh, uh, it's making some money, apparently. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it made six million dollars on Thursday. So it's it's doing okay. It has a two hundred million dollar budget. Uh, no, maybe it's not hey. doing so well. <laughs> they're uh, one. They're two point five percent of the way there. Now you're seeing the complete movie here in America. You're not seeing the complete movie in China. Yep. Uh, to play it to appease the Chinese government, the studio took out clear references to Albus Dumbledore's and Gellert Grindelwald's romantic past. Uh, and probably the, any ghost. Yeah. The lines, I was in love with you, and the summer Gellert and I fell in love, officially make it canon for the first time in the Harry Potter franchise that the professor you know, is gay, had a romantic relationship with the Dark Wizard. So the cuts uh, are just six seconds of the film's 143-minute runtime. Kind of pivotal to establishing the characters, if you ask me, but there you go. Uh, China has decided... Oh, and uh, Florida, Florida, oh, and Texas. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But, you know, but, I'm I'm just happy. You think for I'm this, kidding? Someday. I'm just happy for this film franchise that they'll never have to worry about cutting trans characters out to appease anyone, because J.K. Uh, Rowling will never write one. 
There was. So apparently, one of the uh, man, because uh, apparently nobody knows what's going on in this in this movie franchise anymore. Um, there was one actress who I can't remember if she was in it or if she was cut from it, but she had posted very. Um, pro trans like she was she's very pro trans and and saying like hey if you're like a turf like derber 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 but then because she had posted these very pro trans things they reduced her role significantly because jk rowling wrote the script for the last movie really just saying tossing it out there all right you just got to be aware she's an asshole yeah she is what does um, this movie have to do with Fantastic Beasts anymore? Exactly. Exactly. I don't exactly. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's let's go to a let's go to a pleasant picture of Chris Pine, shall we? How about that? Oh, there. Yeah, oh. Daddy Pine. Okay. Dude's Daddy. Gray. He's got the beard. That's nice. I'm just glad that I he found. Him. I'm just glad that he found the wardrobe by Brothers Gibb to help him with that look. <laughs> I love him. Well, he's out promoting. Oh yeah, um, you look good. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> Jay, watch the road. Jay approves. Uh, he is out promoting all the old knives, and of course, he was asked about Star Trek, uh, and he said, uh, I'm "What am I going to do with all these old knives?" <laughs> exactly. Too many um, knives. He said, "I love Star Trek. It cemented the career that I have now. I'm honored to be a part of it. I think there are plenty of stories to tell in it." But he had a suggestion because I guess they finally called him about the new one. I don't know about the rest of the cast, but they've called him about it. And he uh, had this to say about it. It was always this billion-dollar mark because Marvel was making a billion. This is why they've slowed down making them, is that the, the, the studio kind of felt like they should have, it should be in that realm of making Marvel money, you know. Uh, so he said, we've done a good job of it, not billion-dollar kind of job that they wanted, though. Uh, so he said, let's make a movie instead for the people that love this group of people that love this story that love star trek and if people want to come to the party great what, a, says, what a concept i know right he said uh, we could make it smaller and he uses blumhouse as an example he said uh, he talked about how blumhouse has managed to succeed financially with their modest budgets uh he, he talked about the invisible man reboot and the purge series uh, you know, and horror is easier to pull off than sci-fi for sure, but he uh, does make a point. Those films make a lot of fucking money. Uh, it wouldn't be an easy fix for every franchise, but it'd be more reasonable than trying to constantly go big and chase after Marvel only to come up short. Make it for a price and then market it really well. It seems to be this great niche market that could be exploited that could be really cool. Uh, so maybe Fancy that. I like the- it. Crazy One of idea? the most successful Star Trek movies of all time had the smallest budget because they just shot the whole thing in modern day San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the whale one? Yep. The whale one. Yeah. They they didn't have a lot of practice, they didn't have a lot of effect shots in it. And it was shot that way for a reason because those movies were losing money hand over fist. Yep. They, they didn't to... even pay for Spock's ears. They just had him put a hat on and say exactly. that they were Look covered at the money. up. Look at the money you saved. Four hours of makeup time That's in the right. chair there. You know? A little headband. Yeah. Yeah, a headband. All right. Uh, well, after these messages, we'll be right back. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. 
Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. Okay. Ha, 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 pee. <laughs> Whoa, Lee, you did break. it. I know, you thank you. the word. Before we, get, before we get to what y'all have been consuming this week, uh, just a little quick story because that, uh, that Star Wars Lego game is out. And people oh are God. loving it. <laughs> That's a, uh... Luke. <laughs> well, now here's Remember, the thing. Luke, a lightsaber is not a toy. Oh. We've got the photo here in our uh, video chat uh, of the the meme that Mark Hamill hates. Uh, he has commented about it. He said, this makes me cringe every time I see it. I don't remember doing... This is where he's looking into the lightsaber, you know, where... Basically it, like looking down the barrel of a gun is, yeah. is what it equates exactly, to. Exactly, yeah. Uh, he says, I, it makes me cringe every time. I don't remember doing this in the movie. I think it's just an on-set production still. Otherwise, Obi-Wan wouldn't look so remor- remarkably unconcerned. Um, I think he's like, if he assassinates himself, I don't have to worry about him my anymore. Job, my job's done if he kills himself. So. And of I course, finally leave Tatooine. And of course, I, in the, I, I looked after the boy from a certain point of view. And of course, in the, in the Ryan Johnson movie, they make fun of this meme where the porgs are looking directly into the lightsaber while one is stepping on the startup handle, you know. Oh my God. Well, Jeez. because the Lego games are... Funny as hell. Funny as hell. It's apparently in the game. They have stormtroopers in their underwear in hot tubs, but they're still wearing their helmets. Like they're they're just wearing like white briefs and helmets. Apparently, as you play the game, the moment occurs when Obi Wan hands Luke his father's lightsaber the first time. Luke takes it and points it at his face, and then he smacks smacks the handle. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Hamill says that he hates it, but I'm glad that they included that in the game because oh. that's what's great about the games is that they—it's well, obvious they love Star Wars. But it, yeah, so it's, when those you know, when those Lego Star Wars games first came out, my kids—I mean, this is like 10, 15 years ago. My kids played those so much. Oh yeah. So when Skywalker Saga comes out, it's like all of a sudden they're just remembering because they didn't play them right; they played them their way. Yeah. So there's um, no right way to play a game. Well, well, there's like there's a there's a storyline to follow. My kids did not, so that's for a good that's time, all it's not been. A hard time. Yeah, <laughs> the yep. uh, the new one that just came out, the Sky, the Skywalker Saga, is apparently pretty dang good. That's yeah. why did they remove Leia's cleavage? <clears throat> God damn! Like for on. real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like everything else that's going on in the world. You're fucking upset that this. I want to jerk off to the Lego. Yeah. Yeah. The, the line of ink off of the uh, off of the Lego figurine. But, but where, my, you, where are my Lego titties at? Let me ask. Let me ask. I, I've got a serious question though, because I read this somewhere, and I hope that I hope it's real. Apparently, during the New Hope chapter, uh, Leia starts out with an English accent and then doesn't have one by the end. Oh, that's Please awesome. tell me that's true. I that's hope awesome. yeah. they, She loses they didn't her have, Alderanian accent. They oh. didn't have uh, dialogue when the first games came out, so I don't know. Like they just Yeah, went, they were they pantomimed before. Yeah. Went, yeah. yeah. So, is this thing just a a reissue of all the old No, no, no. no. It's it's a new game oh, okay. and it's got all nine movies worth of story and each movie uh area in the game is a couple of hours 
there was a ninth movie. So, there was a ninth so movie? there's probably like, uh, yeah, there was Lee. Really? <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I, I'm only counting, like, I mean, I know about the, the eight the eight movies they did um, yeah. telling Luke's story, and then he died at the end, so they didn't the see a reason. The eight movies that, telling well, Luke's story? Yeah, it's, it's all about him and his dad and his sister, and, and you know, it's the Skywalkers, and then when when they, when they he dies, they're just the like. the first three. Well, he's there. He's he's an egg. He's a he's a twinkle in his father's yeah. eye. Yeah, and then and then they made they made that cool they made that cool Han Solo movie and that cool Rogue One movie. But there there's there's another Skywalker there's movie. I think you're talking about the wrong missing movie. Actually, the missing movie. The order goes one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's listen. No the all the prequels are fine. <laughs> They're all fine. They're fine. Yeah. They're, They're fine. fine. They're fine. Are Did you they got, Carrie? But are you going to talk about? Are they you, uh, this yeah. popped up on this popped up on my Twitter yesterday about uh, Obi Wan's home planet, and it's just called Stew John. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's because, awesome. Where George did that Lucas, come like, from? Uh, George Lucas during an interview at some con, like, I can't remember what year it was, but somebody asked what Obi-Wan's home planet was, and he basically kind of associated it. He's like, I don't know, Stu John? <laughs> what? So Jet Lucas wasn't there to name it for him? Oh, man. <laughs> like, That's all awesome. of the prequel characters were named by his three-year-old kids. So Hold on, like, I'll fi- What's I'll that fi- guy's name? Oh, that's <laughs> Jetster Dexter. Yeah, look up Stu John. Is okay. S-T-E-W? S-T-E-W-J-O-N. Obi-Wan hails from a planet called Stu John. It's never actually appeared in either the canon timeline or the defunct Legends continuity, but it's canon because George Lucas declared it to be so during an interview with television host John Stewart at Celebration 5 in 2010. Oh, because he was oh, wow. Stu John. Okay. So I, I was... really think he just Kaiser associated and he's like, I don't know, Stu John? <laughs> Wouldn't it have been easier just to say an uh, already known world that uh, he's from Coruscant or he's from uh, Naboo or he's from... Because uh, that's not know, how Lucas Compton. did things, man. <laughs> what was that, Jay? He's from Compton. Compton, from, okay. Compton. He's from, no, no. He's from Seti Alpha 6. <laughs> he's from Stu Compton. Well, all I know is is that the president of Stu John is Dinty Moore. Anyway, uh, let's mm. move on. Now I want that's, Stu. That was a joke for some people. It's pronounced yeah. Stu Gone. Stu Gone. Yeah, they have no you're soup. All, you're all wrong. It's a it's a soft J. Stu Yon. Stu Yon. A soft J. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, what did you guys consume this week? Who wants to go first? I have I have quite the list. You do. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to first, I've di- first dip, let you guys know I've dipped my toes into streaming. You can follow me on twitch.tv slash Rebecca. I've it's uploaded some videos to our Geek Show YouTube. It's good stuff. Um, I, I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm calling it easy easy baby mode game time. Love my that. favorite, my favorite thing is just my favorite thing is just your commentary, like the shit that comes out of your mouth while you're playing video games. It just kills me. So. Thank you. Um, I've been I've been on a Matt Shackman binge, which means I've been watching both Always Sunny in Philadelphia and WandaVision again. Oh, okay. Um, I watched The Bubble on Netflix. Oh, how is yeah, it? Yeah, I did too. It's too Ooh. long. It's, too oh. long. it's much too long, and it feels so like it's sad. made for people within the film industry. It was funny. Do not get me wrong. It was quite funny, um, but it was too long, and it feels like it was made more for like people within the film industry. I yeah, kind of feel I like didn't. Judd Apatow's movies in general are too long. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. But if you, know, you like, I didn't if, care you like if you like if you like Apatow movies, does it work? 
yeah, I mean, like, because it's it's Judd Apatow. I'm like, I like Judd Apatow, and I, I know what yeah. I'm getting into. Um, but it just it was too like I paused it halfway through and I was like, fuck, there's still another hour of this to go. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably I mean, the same thing. Oh, wow. He's probably yeah. just compensating for how short of time he got with Freaks and Geeks, and so he's making all of his movies too <laughs> <Yeah>. long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went out to the movie theater six uh, thirty Wednesday night to go see a movie called Ambulance. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, the theater was practically empty, so I also live tweeted that whole movie. Um, <laughs> Michael Bay has discovered drones, and he has achieved his final form. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, the shit that he does with drones, it's phenomenal. But at some point, I had to be like, Michael Bay, please stop. I'm dizzy. Because if the camera stops moving, the movie dies. Um, the movie is extremely pro-cop. Uh, if I have to read the word police one more time, I'm gonna be mad about it. I'm really surprised he would be pro-cop. Uh, the movie is <laughs> just you? non-stop about cops. And, uh, but it's called Ambulance. I was gonna say it's cut. Should be about well, so the plot. Yeah, so the plot is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II are brothers. And uh, Yahya is in a bit of trouble. Well, he needs money because he's a, he's a vet. And uh, insurance is doing nothing for him. And his wife has disease and she needs money for an experimental surgery. And uh, so he goes to his brother, Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's like, yo, doc, I need money. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I got you. And Jake Gyllenhaal is definitely in his cokehead era. And he, uh, they go heisting. They go heist a bank. And it goes all wrong. And Wait, uh, was Jake Gyllenhaal a cokehead? No, but he acts like it in this movie. Oh, he's playing a cokehead character. Don't tell me that well. His eyes are real wide. You don't tell uh, me Mr. Music is a cokehead. And yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not really like sure what to think about the messaging of this movie because Yaya accidentally shoots a cop. And so the ambulance comes, takes the cop, and is on its way to the hospital when Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya hijack the ambulance. And so now they're driving around L.A. in this ambulance with a cop and an EMT. And they have to keep the cop alive because the police are not going to take them down if there's, a, if there's a live cop in the back. And that's the movie for two hours. I just whoa, I just whoa. appreciate the way that you say ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it has the bones. It has the bones for a really, really good indie thriller. Uh, oh, but okay. then Michael Bay got his hands on it and Indy. just went hog wild. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else? Yeah. No, no. That it? All. all right. All. Who, who wants to go next? Uh, go Tony's next. looking at his notes, so he's yep. ready. Got my notes. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I mentioned this uh, last time or the time before, but my wife and I watched uh, Moonshot. Has anyone watched Moonshot Moon yet? Oh, no. I wanted to. With is Cole Sprouse and uh, a couple other really good actors. Zach Braff is there? Yeah. Is and it good? I liked it. I thought it was fun. It's not like super smart or anything, but it's a fun sure. little romantic comedy set in the future. I want to watch it. Yeah, I, I recommend it. If you're in the if you're in the uh, in the market for a, a fun rom com, um, go for it. I I, I liked it. Uh, let's see. Um, oh man. I decided it was long past due that I catch up on Atlanta. Did, oh. Does anyone watch Atlanta? It's a good uh-huh. show. That, that new season's shows. weird. I can't. Uh, so I, I, I remember I never finished the second season. 
Uh, so I went back and started the second season, and I'm glad I started at the beginning on the second season because there are some episodes midway through the second season that are just solid gold, amazing. The barbershop episode where the, he's trying, uh, Paperboy's trying to get his hair cut, and his barbershop keeps dragging him all around town because he has errands to run. So good. And then one of the craziest awesome weird episodes of anything is atlanta season two episode six i believe it's called teddy perkins yeah at (laughs) the house yes oh wow (laughs) so if you haven't been watching that show catch up um well and then the first episode of this season i I was just like what the actual fuck is going on right here yeah, and you I know? haven't watched. Like I said, I'm, I think I'm on episode ten of of season yeah. two right now, so I'm about to start that. But and then the, the episode when they go to uh, Oktoberfest because um, <laughs> Zazie Beats is uh, half German. That episode's crazy too. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll watch anything with her in it. Oh sh- yeah, she is so pretty. Holy yep. cow! And she is just such a great actress. Yep. Um. Uh, let's see. And then uh, Moon Knight, of course. Love and Moon Knight. And then um, Outer Range. Have you guys seen ads for this? It's on I, Amazon I watch, Prime. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, the first Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin oh. plays a rancher. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he finds like a black hole or something in the middle of his ranch. Just sitting there on the ground. Anything you throw into it, it just disappears. And, or does uh, it? Yeah, that's the that's the question. So, so the first the first two episodes dropped at once, and uh, outer range. It's weird. I'm like, in. So that, this was going to be one of my things that I was going to uh, say that I consumed. I really liked it. Of course, Josh Brolin is amazing in it. Yeah. And uh, Lily Allen plays his wife. Yeah, she's and, great. Uh, Lily Allen. Yeah. And uh, uh, Imogen Poots is in y- there. Uh huh. And she's and awesome and amazing. Weird. Uh, the whole cast is great, and um, yeah. but I was looking at it, and I was like watching it last night, and I was like, "Hey, Jen, this is this is how I feel about the show. One, I like it, and I'm in, and I think that's because it seems to me like I feel like Yellowstone, Twin Peaks, and the X Files got yeah. together and had a gangbang and made a baby." Yeah. Okay. The first time, the in the first episode, and it shows Josh Brolin trying to deal with the hole. Oh, it's it's great. Well, and just there's a weird, (laughs) you know, like in Twin Peaks, there was just this a vibe. Yeah, that feeling Uh of it's off, and there's a little there's like foreboding going on all over the place. And um, yeah, I really I have no idea where I I couldn't even guess where the show's going. Did you watch the second episode? Yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I mean, man, there was like some fucking time travel and shit in it, and I'm like, it's yeah. I I am okay, so excited. Okay, shut up. Yeah, don't say anymore. Is. Don't say anymore. I, that didn't spoil a fucking thing. I know. So, so I'm telling you to stop says, before you do. Oh, I know, Lee. I watched it. You're such but, a rampant spoiler, though. <laughs> um, really yeah, good I, was, I like that one. So and it's far. on uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, it's on Video. Amazon. And that's it for me. All right. Well, let me go since I he, I kind of just hopped in. Piggyback his. on that, yeah. Uh, uh, Picard, I'm watching, and uh, can I just say, I honestly don't know what the fuck's going on. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I I have some things to say about Picard when it's my turn. I will. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, why is Baltar in a Deep Space Nine outfit? Anyway, um, so I still liking it. 
Don't know if it's the best storytelling, but I'm liking it. Uh, like I said, I, I have words coming up. And then uh, I literally, uh, Tony, this one's for you and other Mountain Dew enthusiasts. Yeah, what what's been up? Watching? I, I, I found a flavor of uh, a Mountain Dew that I actually uh, thought tasted like something. Um, <laughs> the Flamin' Hot Cheeto flavor? Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> this is an exclusive at KFC. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That what one's so called? good. Uh, uh, liquid li- lightning or... Something like that. It's it's peach and honey. Yeah. Is the flavor. It's super good. Oh, it's called Honey Lightning. Honey Light. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Honey Lightning. It's and super it was, good. It was really fucking good. Um, yeah. I, I would mix that with booze. Um, and then, Carrie, this actually... I would mix actually, it with my gullet. Uh, I had to sit and finish listening to this <laughs> in, the, in the car this morning on the way over. Uh... There's a show called The Moth Radio Hour that Mm -hmm. they play on. Great stuff. NPR. Um, But you can also find it on, as a podcast. Right. Uh, Carrie, you need to, and you need to go find this week's uh, podcast because one of the stories, so what it is, it's just people getting up and they tell a story, a real story uh, about, that happened to them. Uh, The last story in this week's episode, Carrie is this lady telling about the time she had a three-day-long job interview when she was 22. Heck. To become Hunter S. Thompson's personal assistant. Oh, well, that makes sense now, yeah. No, she, so this story is, just just to hear somebody that, had that like inside experience right and she just walks in i think and i missed the very start so i'm gonna actually go and and uh listen to the whole thing i think she was just like a bartender and somehow (laughs) found out about this job shows up and and she's like i i i I, he's never asked me any questions we're taking a lot of drugs uh you know (laughs) i don't even know what this job is so, so it was basically three days of can you hang with me with Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah, that's how how close <laughs> oh, to no. the sun can you fly? So, no, at one point, at one point, Look what uh, it did to Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well, at one point, this lady, this this other lady that worked there, she lived on the land and had her own little house. Uh, she walks up to her and she he goes, she goes, don't try to keep up. No. Don't. So, uh, Carrie. The, like I did, you will just love this story. Uh, like I, seriously, I was sitting in my car listening to it, going, "I got to hear how this ends." So, yeah, and she's and she wrote a book, Carrie. Oh, really? About her experiences of her time. She got an entire book out of three days. No, she got the job, man. Oh, okay. But like, and she could only hang for five months. <laughs> she could yeah. do over. She's like five months, and then I was like, I gotta she go. Was, she was 22 when she started, and 47 when she left yeah. three months later. <laughs> so, and Carrie, this book is called Gonzo Girl. I will find it. Uh, I can only I can only quote the good doctor, and it's he he said this about uh, somebody else, but I would say that this is about him. He's one of God's own prototypes, a high-powered mutant of some kind, never. Yeah. Never considered for mass production, too weird <laughs> to live, and too rare to die. 
Right. That's, so he said that about someone else, but I think it's about him. But Carrie, yeah. like seriously, I was listening to this. I had a giant smile on my face and just laughing out loud <laughs> okay. the whole time. And I think it would almost kill you. I will. I will seek it out then and consume it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Moon Knight, greatest show on TV Holy right now. Holy shit! That's so all there is to it. I don't want to. I I will not take any further questions. It's the greatest show on TV uh, right and now. You know what? Give Oscar Isaac a goddamn Emmy for this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the best performances that I've ever seen. We're going to do a deep dive on episode three on our Patreon coming up. Now, um, I want you to think about candy. I mean, right. some right now. <laughs> now, I want you to think We're about how much you're, never not you're, just, you're just eating candy after candy, and you yeah. love candy. Mm. And I love candy, and I'm enjoying the candy. For me, it would be like peanut M&Ms or something, you know, and I'm just but, enjoying candy, candy, you, candy. You have to hide the candy, though, right? You're and not I'm, allowed to and have Yeah, candy. you aren't allowed to have candy. Your candy's grapes. Go with the story. I'm loving the candy, and, I, <laughs> and I'm Play getting a lot space. of candy, all right? <laughs> okay. And then at some point, you're about to have one more piece of candy, and you're like, I'm full, right? No, but it's the all last right. piece, right? you got to have it. No. I know. Oh. I'm looking at it, but... Boy, I just I do don't know if I can take any more. That's how I feel about Picard. Okay, here's the thing. Oh. Um, I am full of candy, and I don't think <laughs> I can take any more. And I'm about to say a line from this most recent episode. It won't ruin anything. It won't spoil anything. Oh, Lee will be the judge of that. But let me, let me take you back to Star Trek Four, And one of the famous lines in Star Trek Four. Kirk, who goes back in time to help save the oh future God, that he's from, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, meets a woman that he likes and is talking to her, and he spills a little too much information, and she says, let me guess, you're from outer space. And he says, no, I'm from Iowa. I only work in outer space. Cut to Picard, that has mm -hmm. been giving me candy reference after reference after reference, just for me, just for the Star Trek fan, for the Six mm. or so episodes that I've been watching it now, just ref and I'm eating that candy and I'm loving it. Time travel to present day Earth to save the world. Rios meets a woman that he kind of likes. He says a little bit too much. She says, Let me guess, you're from outer space. He said, No, I'm from Chile. I only work in outer space. At that point, I held my hand up and I said, That's too much candy. <laughs> That's where you drew the line? <laughs> I know. It Tony, took, of all people kept... to be drawing lines in places, Tony <laughs> angrily messages oh, me after gonna get, We're going to get to we'll that in the moon night. We'll now, get to that in the moon night. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll continue to watch Picard. But I'm full of candy, and Shannon's right. Maybe this isn't the best story. I, you know. Well, and here's the thing. I just, I kind of don't fucking get it. I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Why does it? Uh, the lady is she the lady or is she not the lady i'm not having any problem in that department i'm just i just i've had there's, an awful lot of candy there's I, a move right now to write everything to pander to nostalgia and this mm -hmm. has been going on for about five or six years where they've realized that nostalgia sells the jurassic park movies are only doing the, the box office they're doing because of nostalgia and yeah. so they're like oh well we need to do another one let's bring back the original cast or let's you know, all this stuff is just peddling nostalgia, and so that's why they're making the shows that they're making. But like that—that that was the original Star Trek movies. 
To a degree, yeah, but they were selling... What do you mean, to a degree? That's all it was. The original Star Trek, though, was trying to continue that story, not just retreading it, right? Yeah. So... Where this one, it's an awful... I mean, I'm a, I am love fan service, don't get me wrong. It happens in just about all the stuff that but I love, but... It's I, really... He- it's heavy-handed. It, it's too much candy in yeah. Picard. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Uh, games, Tony. Let's... Wait, uh, let's... you guys... Oh, we, uh, did we, we got go? Oh, oh, that's we right. Have to raise a glass. And also, I and we do have forgot. to raise a very important. Did, yeah. did Lee go? Did you go, Lee? <laughs> oh, Lee didn't go. Oh, Lee didn't I'm go. sorry. Raise okay. a glass right. to Lee's segment. <laughs> Lee. Hey. <laughs> and then we'll raise a glass to Gilbert and get out of here. I'll, I'll try to be fast. Uh, Dollface, season two. Love yeah. the show. Oh, it, I was, need to finish it was sentimental and schmaltzy as hell, and I loved every second of it. Yeah, uh, buddy. Moon Knight, episode three. Mm-hmm. I liked Holy it. Holy shit. I liked it. I got thoughts. Um, oh, lost, I got thoughts. Lost season four. I want to Ben line a show because I want to know where he learned those mad skills. Uh, uh, you should be then. You should watch the show Evil. I think it's on Paramount Plus. He again plays a bad guy. Yeah. He's so good at it because he's a lizard. Um, and then a little show that dropped on Netflix called Old Enough, where they take toddlers oh. and have them run errands. I we watched watch that. this. We watched, we watched that last night. It's it's. Something like, else. And Sue Sue pointed something out to Rachel that I thought was great because in Japan, when you're born, you're one, not yeah. a year later. So when they say this two and a half year old went to the market to pick up some fish for his mom, he's it's a three and a half. half year old. Oh, get three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right. So but but like there's there's this one where they've got this, this little three year old girl and they're like, Oh, your little sister's sick, you need to go get some medicine and drop a hat off at the shrine and go pick a cabbage. And it's just this little girl, this very sincere little girl, just oh. like Running around the neighborhood like, I have to get this thing for my mom. And the whole time, you're just like, this is the most... But my favorite is the little shithead three-year-old that gets sent home to uh, get some mandarin juice for everybody that's working hard picking mandarins. And it's just an hour of him chasing a dog around with a butterfly net. Essentially, um, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> no. fantastic. And then, these, cute, uh, these cute little kids who just... Oh, they're, yeah. Yeah. And, so sincere and so much fun. And they did not actually, like bring a wacky American in to do the, the VO work. Yeah. It's it's all in Japanese, and yep. it's just, it's fantastic. Oh, okay. But it has a lot to do with Japanese culture, like being so safe for kids, right? Yeah. I, I've, talked, mm-hmm. I've talked to psychiatrists who have said that, you know, Tokyo is one of the few places in the world where preschoolers get on the tr- on the uh, subway and, and ride the train to preschool without their parents because it's just safe. Everybody's looking yep. out for the kids. So I remember yep. I remember reading a thing about um there was one like train stop that they were going to get rid of, um, but they had to keep it because there was one passenger who needed that train stop to get to school. So they kept it throughout that kid's school career. And Not then as surprising. soon as he graduated, they were like, Okay, now we're done with the stop. And if only what would it be like to, what what would it be like to <laughs> live in a say. culture where they yeah. cared for each other? Public right. public service. That's you know. Mm-hmm. That's, now, that's what that is. What's the last, that like? the last thing is a little movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, which um, must it's see. It's not this for movie. everybody. There are people who are going to hear me recommend this and say, "Oh, I'm going to go see this movie." Uh, it's my favorite movie of all time. Use that as a basis on whether or not you want to see it, because if oh. you have any insight into how my brain works, and I love this movie, if you don't get the shit I'm talking about half the time, this isn't your movie. That's, I, was, hand, I was like, this movie is for my chaotic brain. Right. Not everybody has chaos brains. <laughs> it's like somebody decided to take a slice of life 
story about a person in her 50s who has never amounted to anything and then made it an extra-dimensional movie involving kung fu and I'm not going to go into anything else. But it's just like Mm -hmm. the performances are amazing. It's all about the futility of life and about how even the biggest loser in the world can still make something of themselves. Ah, nice. But also at the same time, nothing matters. Nothing matters. And then you kind of just want to like be nice to people afterwards. Be Mm. kind if you do not. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Oh, and I forgot one more thing. I have officially decided that uh, season 28 of The Simpsons is fucking awful. Okay. (laughs) It has been declared. No, like seriously. (laughs) 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 Razor Blast. I'm actually... That is four straight minutes of Gilbert Gottfried laughing that I recorded in the X96 studio. I isolated his mic alone. Awesome. (laughs) I'm in Salt Lake City, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) His voice, man. Iconic. So raise a glass to Gilbert. And I'm actually, I'm doing a shot for him because what an amazing, I don't give a fuck. Uh talent he was you know there's so many pictures of him just making fun of donald trump yep. to his face behind his yeah. back yes. everywhere he's just the greatest so <laughs> uh, thank I, you very I, much. I i i i posted a meme and i believe it was on um or reposted a meme uh, and i believe it was on the actual day that he died and it was a picture of uh gilbert um louis louis uh, and, Louis Anderson. Uh, Louis Anderson. Bob Saget. And Jeffrey Ross. Right? And, the, and under the picture it said, Jeff Ross is the funniest man in this picture by process of elimination. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> and that's and a joke Gilbert Gottfried would have loved. Exactly. He, like, he was the he never went, too soon. He, yeah. he, he, he never would have got too soon. Right? <laughs> I mean... For fuck's sake, he lost his job as the Affleck duck because he made he made a, jo- a joke about the uh, uh, the tsunami in Japan, oh, like right, right after yeah. it happened. Right after it yeah. happened. Uh, well, go- he, he did an aristocrats joke, like right after nine eleven, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he made it okay to laugh after nine eleven. Uh, right. Also, go on YouTube and Google uh, Google on YouTube. Search. Uh, Hollywood Squares, Gilbert, yep. You, yep. you fool. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, and just watch that. that. Yeah. Six you minutes fool. of him just screaming, you fool. At, at <laughs> it's, people that, oh, it's just the best compilation out there. And, so. and speaking of the aristocrats, because he passed away, I asked Jen, I was like, have you ever seen the aristocrats? Oh, no. And she goes, no. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, we're yep. fixing We're fixing yeah. that shit too fast. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Watch that. He he told the best version of it. Mm-hmm. And his version could go for 20 minutes. <laughs> right. <Jeez. laughs> All right. Games, and we'll get out of here. Well, yeah. Also, uh, Kerry, I also heard that in real life he was just I like a kind of... Games. Well, hold on. He was a really <laughs> nice and soft-spoken dude, right? He was. He was just this, just this normal kind of shy, you know. Yeah. In the articles I read about him, he, he was the opposite of what you would think. On stage, he was brash and, you know... <laughs> borderline or clearly offensive but as a person he was just a super nice warm guy so so who broke him on the show carrie we were just sitting and talking for he he hung out with us for like a half hour and 
That's awesome. I just I just isolated his microphone and chopped it up and recorded. He's just anyway. having a good time. That's awesome. Games. All right, games this week. Uh, we got nothing. Nothing. We got the new uh, expansion for No Man's Sky, which adds pirates. Uh, yeah, they don't they don't put those on the release schedule because it's no, not real. Because they um, don't. No, No Man's Sky is a real. Game oh, No Man's was Sky. I was, I, sorry, you and, said something about games, and I thought you were talking about Star no, Citizen. And what I what I love about No Man's Sky is that if you bought the game in 2016, you're you get still, the up you get the update. You're still getting expansions. Yeah. yeah. No Man's Sky is probably the best example of a game that had a terrible launch, it tanked and failed, but then they fixed and made pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, let me see. Moto, if you like uh, racing the the motorcycles, Moto GP twenty two is coming out this week. Um, wow, that's that's really it. Something else called Godlike Burger, which makes me hungry. Wow, um, Godlike Burger. Yeah, that's uh, okay. that's about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's all we got. All right, thank you, uh, Mr. B. If you would please. So, uh, hey, Ham. How was your piss? <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Good. Uh.